We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good Minute Hummel podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel. I'd known you since you were a kid. I could blow my knee out, both knees, and still kick your ass. <laughs> we're trying to find the Robbie Hummel statue. I wanted to kill you. <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of the Goodman and Hummel pod. I'm Jeff Goodman. He's Robbie Hummel. And hey, Rob, uh, I got something over here that I think I need to put on for this episode. And that is the Kentucky Wildcats because they deserve it, man. They were not good last night against Miami. They were unbelievable on both ends. They're way better than I thought they'd be this early in the season. Like, I thought they looked good against Kansas, but I was still like, all right, let's kind of settle down here. That could have been a one-off, but it's not a one-off. Like, these dudes, they're fun to watch too, Rob. They're fun to watch. They play hard as shit. They make threes, and they got a kid in Reed Shepard that nobody thought was as good as he's been so far. I have to say, uh, expert-level trolling from you. I saw your tweet last night uh, that I assume was to enrage the Kentucky fans, which uh, I think you accomplished. Which one? Your- and which now, one? Which, which one? I think the one about your final four picks. Oh, that I, I've, I've, I've now given up on, on the St. Mary's Gales. And yeah. Them. You know, we, we need to have a talk here. You, you just, you're hurting the brand of our podcast with some of your predictions that you make that are just terrible. You know, just your your Big Ten picks where you just were talking about how you thought Michigan State and Purdue were on the same level early, and I, I just – I don't see that. No, I don't Not they can finish there, but, you know, like – and now this. I, I just – I worry about, about what you're doing to our, our pot here. Um, um, no, we've Kentucky, got you – hey, we've got you for credibility for the pot. We've got you. Yeah, you spew bullshit, and I just try to bring it back. I think – offensively watching this team play is a million times more enjoyable than last season. (laughs) Like last year, it felt like it was so hard at times for Kentucky to score, generate looks from the perimeter, just have good offense. And now you see this team and you mentioned the shooting, obviously that's going to help and open the driving lanes for some of the athletes they have. And they have athletes, um, the fact that they're playing so fast and not turning the basketball over, Crazy. I mean, they, they are they don't turn it over at all. Right. And they're playing with serious tempo. You've got real athletes. You're shooting 40-plus percent from three. I just 
I, I think their team, the chemistry aspect, when you look at this year's team versus last year's team, it just never looked like the pieces fit together. And I know that Kentucky is not whole. I know that Aaron Bradshaw is, has not played a game yet. And I think that's where you wonder with Kentucky right now, when they run into somebody with really good bigs, I guess Purdue would be an example. You need Aaron Bradshaw and you need some of these guys that are hurt just to, to try to slow down, you know, Zach Eady or somebody like that. I think Trey Mitchell has done an admirable job playing the five and he's, he's fit in great with his team. Um, the way he passes, the way that he can make shots from the perimeter, there, there's a lot to like. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at Kentucky, Rob Dillingham shooting 50-plus percent from three. Antonio Reeves is 44. Reed Shepard's like 100 or 63 or whatever he is. Like, he's making everything. Uh, one of the his numbers, Rob. Rob, can I give you his numbers for the year? Yeah. Like, it's insane. Seven games. He's averaging 14.3 points, which which is fine. But he's only taken a total of 46 shots in seven games. Yeah. His offensive rating has got to be, like, unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. I, I, mean, I can't even imagine what it is. He's 19 of 30 from three. Like, if you were shooting that percentage, Rob, how many shots would you be hoisting up there right now? Like, right? Well, I mean, you've got – I assume if you're shooting like that and you're a good shooter, you've got the ultimate green light. Like he but he doesn't even take it. He doesn't. Take no, no, he's he's taking all good shots. All That's those shots that are guys going under or open threes that they've generated. He, which is crazy because last year, how many times did we talk about with Kentucky, they just could not generate open threes. Right. You know, no, but when you've got some guys that can can make them, and you still have those athletes to get in the paint, now you're. I just felt like Miami was in rotation the entire second half. They were they were just always rotating. Yep. And that's a credit to Kentucky and the way those guys played and, and John Calipari. And, like, again, I, I've we've talked about D.J. Wagner. I always thought he was overrated per his ranking, right? I, I never said he wasn't a really good player. I just felt like he and Dillingham, how are they going to fit together because they're both kind of ball-dominant guards that aren't the most efficient guys in the world. Well, Dillingham's been very efficient so far. Like, and he's, he's really passed. I mean, his yeah. assist rate is like top 15 nationally. I wonder if bringing him off the bench, like overseas in that Canada trip and then early in the season, I wonder if that kind of got him to where he, ha he understood that, like, I can't be the Rob Dillingham of old just going out there and trying to go for 40. And I also think you look at Reed Shepard, all these young guys, they watch him. And the way he moves the ball and they understand like, all right, you know what? Like he's playing the right way. He's moving it. We're getting it back. Trey Mitchell's moving it. I, I don't know, but man, they are just fun to watch and mature. Like that's the word I would use for this young group. Now, again, they got two older dudes in Reeves and Mitchell, but the younger group, they are Reed Shepard. You knew had a mature game. Dillingham is playing with a maturity right now that I never saw on the AU circuit, and that, that's a testament to Calipari, what he's been able to do with him, and Dillingham. Yeah, and that's a very freeing feeling. I mean, when you know the ball's coming back to you, that that just, it frees up everything in your offense where guys are going to give it up knowing that if they're open, they'll get it back. And I, I didn't feel like that was maybe the case for Kentucky last year. Um, I well, think if you're talking about... Too, Rob, how much of it, too? and this is a bigger overall point that I'm going to get into, and you're, you're probably going to push back a little bit, but when you have a big, a, a, a big who can't really stretch it, and then defensively is a liability, which Oscar Shibu was, 
He was a liability defensively. We know that. Like, that changes things, too, on both ends. He wasn't a rim protector. He was an elite rebounder. Yeah, who wants the National Player of the Year on their team? Who wants that guy? But, but, again. I, I hear what you're saying, but, like, they're taking a guy that's that's been the National Player of the Year on their team. I, I hear you. But you just got to figure out ways to to play around him. Yeah. You can't you can't take a talent like that and say we did we don't want him. We're you know like that. You got to figure out how to make it work is what I think. But he didn't move the ball. He he didn't. No, move. the ball stuck. It it definitely stuck. And his strength was not posting up. I mean, it's not like he was just this back to the basket beast. He was an athletic beast. That's that's what Shibwe was. I think the one thing that Kentucky you're talking about they have to be better is is defensively. Now last night they they shut the water off on Miami and. You know, I I think this a little bit of this is Miami might not be maybe as good as they were last year, but still they've got some guys to go. Like they're you look at some of their players, Poplar is ter- terrific, um, Cleveland is talented, Norchad's uh, a beast. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they've got some, and Nigel Pack has proven he can score. I I think maybe he's gonna have to play a role that he's not as comfortable with this year as last year when you've got a guy in Isaiah Wong who just, I mean, he was awesome. And he just gets his game on. They missed Jordan Miller a little bit. I think Jordan Miller was a really good player for Miami. So, um, you know, the defensive side of the basketball, I think they still need to keep working. They're not bad. And last night they were good. They, they really were. But I think offensively this team is ahead of where they are on the defensive side. And and that's a credit to John Calipari because I we would not have said that last year. Like last year, it was like pulling teeth watching them try to score. You know, I, I think too, getting back to to Shibway a little bit, right? Like they have space now. Like Trey Mitchell's a pick and pop five, so now they've yeah, got they're they're playing some at five out. There's room. There's room to get in there. That that is one thing where you you are definitely taking up the driving lanes when you've got a a huge big in there. Right. You're going to be driving into them. Like and you, that's why you've got to figure out ways to work around his skill set. But with with Mitchell, that's yeah, he's it's five out, it's five out basketball. He can pass, he can shoot, he can score inside and out. Like he's he's good, he's really good. Here's the craziest part of it: my favorite player on the circuit, and the guy who I think might have the highest upside of anybody in this class is Aaron Bradshaw. Like Isaiah Call, you're withstanding. He he's probably the one that I think might have the highest upside if he becomes a really good yeah. shooter as a point guard at USC. But Bradshaw, man, like long, athletic, skilled. He's got a body of like KG a little bit. He's not that. He's not tough like KG. But he's, but he's like, like wiry strong. Yes, yes. wiry What about strong. their other bigs? Who, who are the other – isn't there two other guys that are hurt too? Yeah, Big Z, the the, the freshman who isn't cleared yet. Um, and then the the kid, uh, uh, Ugana, uh who didn't play much last year, but, you know, can give them some size up front. Like, they've got three bigs that are probably two. I don't know if Z, even if he gets cleared, I don't know how much he's going to be able to play this year now. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just off, thinking about for when you play a team like Purdue or Arizona with Balo or Kansas with Dickinson, we saw just his numbers against Kentucky. That's where you need the bodies that, that those guys can throw. That's where they're missing. That, and that bigger attack. bodies. They need, like, one – physical big I think Bradshaw is not that okay but what Bradshaw is 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 a guy that can keep up with all these dudes okay he can run with them he can block shots 
he can step out and make threes, not at a great clip, but at an honest enough clip. And the biggest question I have is like, all right, like whose minutes is he going to take? And when you're winning, it's easier. Let's face it. It's easier. Some, you know, everybody's minutes are going to be cut by a little bit when Bradshaw comes back and he's not going to come back and play 28 minutes his first game. My guess is he'll be eased into it. And if he's good enough and productive enough, then eventually he's going to get 20 plus minutes and only make this team better up. Only make yeah, and they, they need, I think, from a rebounding standpoint, they've been okay on the defensive glass and they haven't, they're not a team that gets on the offensive boards right now. So you bring some of those, that size. I still am blown away, though. I said this earlier. The fact that they're playing at like a top 20 pace offensively in college basketball and turn it over on only 10% of their possessions. That, that is amazing. Amazing. And doing that with young guards, I mean, that, that is a remarkable statistic and a credit to those players for, for taking care of it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When crossing state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, 
We do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. Yeah, you know who, who I thought was better than he had been for most of this season was Justin Edwards last night. He didn't put up huge numbers. Yeah, but he's a big time athlete. There's no yeah. doubting that he's got a lot of talent. He only took seven figures out. He only yep. took seven shots. Like that's the beauty of this team right now is they're not chucking. They're yeah. really not like other than Reeves against Kansas, who was three for Dude, seven. He shot seventeen threes in that game. Right, he's that three of seventeen. That's that's. But other than that, he's been really consistent, and that's not who he was last year. He was kind of the the waves of consistency. You know, he was so up and down. Um, but they do, you can tell this group has, has really good chemistry and has bought into their roles. Even a guy like a uh, you know, he, he's just, he's getting to the rim. He's doing the little things. He, he is a good role player. I, I, I really like Kentucky's team. I really like the way that they've, they fit together and have played so far. Which I wasn't sure how it would go just because you brought in Trey Mitchell so late, right in the yeah. summer with this young team. And then we knew like Antonio Reeves really didn't want to be there at a certain point. So I I just didn't know how it would go, but, but getting those two veterans back, man, like if they didn't have those two, they'd be in major, major trouble right now. They they would just be too thin and too young. And I think those two have helped so much in the, the experience. And then again, Reed Shepard, you're not a freshman. Like Reed Shepard, you cannot convince me that kid is a freshman. No, I mean, his basketball IQ is super high. He's active defensively. Obviously, he's shooting it like crazy. A lot to like about his game. And it's pretty, his story is pretty amazing. I mean, from the fact that his parents both played there to, you know, how good is this kid to now you're looking at certain people are like, he won't be here for you. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a pretty. There's a lot of people, Rob, for those that don't know, a lot of people felt like, all right, Reed Shepard early on. He's probably not good enough, but you got to take him because he's Jeff Shepard's kid and he's from Kentucky and you just got to take him, even if he doesn't play that much. And my my biggest concern coming into the year was, could he get buried because of DJ? There's so many talented guards. Yeah, there's so many talented guards on the team. So, yeah, but like obviously not. Obviously, he's not buried. He's he's a big but, part of their deal. I mean, you look at it last night. Shepard got 30 minutes. Okay. And he was plus 35. Plus 35. I mean, plus minus can be a weird stat, but that's an incredible number right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, when you're plus 35, Rob, you're doing something right. You're doing Dude, something. I love I love plus minus because it's how my dad used to build me up when I was in the NBA. Like I would literally go over <laughs> three, one for four. And like the crazy thing is as a player, like if you go two for four, you're like, man, I had a great game. Like I I made my shot. But if you go one for three, you just played okay. And 0 for three or 0 for four, you're like, I had a horrible game. But my plus minus would always be randomly, like, decent. So I'd be, like, plus six. Or so he'd be like, you know what, though, Rob? You were plus six. That was my, <laughs> that was my strength. You build me back. Thanks, but that's Shepard plus 35. That's uh, – Did you ever – Did you ever have a plus 35, do you think, in your entire college career? I mean, maybe, but not against a top 10 team. You just, I mean, how many top 10 teams do you just take to the woodshed the way that Kentucky did last night? I, not many. I might have had a plus 30 game, but it, it wasn't against a team like Miami. I mean, Dillingham played, I'm just going to go through the minutes. Now he had four fouls, but he played 22 minutes. And again, the thing was, DJ Wagner got hurt late in the first half. He only played 10 minutes with an ankle injury. 
So it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they played last night. Well, they played eight with Jordan Burks playing three minutes. So Bradshaw will be number eight. So it's still going to be an eight-man rotation, I think, for the time being until maybe one of the other two bigs get, get back. Now, Bradshaw could come back next game, Rob. Could yeah. come back as soon as, as the yeah, next game. I heard where Cal said that it could be next game, it could be two games, but it's it's coming soon. Um, I talked briefly about Kentucky's defense, but I do want to point out that their transition defense against a really good transition team last night was excellent. I mean, that's that's a big part about stopping Miami. You got to guard one on one and you got to get back in transition. And they, they dominated that stat. I mean, 23 to 7 fast break points. That's that's good enough to get it done against a team that loves to get out and run. No, they were they were awesome. Uh, Miami was not, you know, again, watching the Hurricanes last night, you're just like, all right, they got some holes here. They got some holes that, again, it's, it's easy. Like on paper, it's so different than when you see a team in person, right? You can look at something on paper and think this, think that. But when you see it in person, and again, this was probably as bad as Miami's going to look all year, but – they don't have rim protection. I, I love Norchad, but he, he's not a guy who's going to. He's 6'5", six, 6'6". He's, six, six, six. he's yeah. small. Plays hard as shit. And now he can step out a little bit. I give him credit. And and as you mentioned, Nigel Pack is not Isaiah Wong. He's much better playing off somebody. He's still good. I'm not saying he's not good. He's a good but, player. But, he, um, just, but he, he can't manufacture it like Isaiah Wong. Wong is just totally get kind of like Poplar is. I mean, Poplar's impressive. Poplar is a guy. He he's really good. But Wong was just get out the way, get my game on. I, I will literally just get buckets all day and, and make plays. And he's the ACC player of the year last year for a reason. And again, Miami's gonna be good. Like we're not saying they're not they could be a sweet 16 ship. They could be an elite eight team again. No, I, and they always get That's better. I mean, Jim Laranega knows what he's doing. That dude is an offensive just yeah. mastermind right there. He he puts guys in places, and it went sideways on them in the second half last night. But I, I give a lot of credit to Kentucky in that building. I mean, that building was was alive. Yeah. And I think just from seeing what people said, it, it's like, you know, Rupp Arena was back last night. And I'm sure that was a good feeling for all Kentucky fans. So the SEC done pretty well so far for the most part. I mean, you you look at last night, Old Miss beat NC State. They don't just beat them; they 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 steamroll them. They beat them by twenty. And uh, Chris Beard in his first year in Oxford has them at six and zero right now. Rather than breaking down like their team, they also got Musa Cisse cleared last night, so he's going to play probably this next game, which is against Memphis at home on Saturday afternoon. What, what was he out for? Two-time two oh, so, See, but this is just the okay. thing. Like, why do we have some two-time transfers in there? Like, just make it uniform. I know. What is the NCAA doing? Brandon, like, Brandon there's so many two-time transfers that you just see. Can't play, can't play. Well, if we want to play, just make the rule you can transfer twice. And if we don't, then say you never can. You I'm, get I'm one transfer. You. Listen, like, this is insane. I'm 100% with you. Like, just make so it easy. Crazy. Don't be in the waiver business because no, all, this, all this does is, is make it so whoever's got the best documentation yes. get a waiver. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yep. Yeah. No, you know, just... you, you might you might be in a, in the worst spot in terms of mental health, but if you don't have good documentation to show it, it doesn't matter. And so, they believe. Yeah, no, I know. They're waiting on Brandon Murray, too. Um, the kid from uh, from Georgetown, 
So they're waiting on him. I don't know if he's going to get it too, but man, if he gets it, like Ole Miss could really be in business here. Um, yeah, they, they, their schedule has not been good, though. And this is a nice win over NC State, but let's be honest, that's their best win. They're, they're 72 on Ken Palm. Temple's 163. Everybody at Eastern Washington's in the 190s and everybody else in the 300s. You know, Memphis is a good test for them. NC State's a good win. I don't doubt that Chris Beard can win here because they've got good facilities at Ole Miss and he wins everywhere. You know, he he has won everywhere that he's been. He's a, He's obviously a good coach. I don't think anybody's ever debated that. I think that when he got this job, everyone assumed. And and you know what? Their schedule fits what a year one should probably be. You're going to play Memphis. You got NC State in the SEC, ACC deal. They play Cal. They play UCF. But until SEC play, they don't really play anyone that good. And then you've got the gauntlet of seeing Tennessee and Florida and Auburn and Arkansas. Like Things get real after New Year's for them. We can reassess what this team is. I think once you get into mid-January, but in terms of scheduling, this is smart. You know, you've got a lot of turnover and a new coach coming in there. The schedule fits for what that is. Beard's a really good coach. Again, no one has ever debated that. I think he can win here. And I think that Ole Miss certainly with their facilities and I would assume their commitment for going to get Chris Beard, they'll put money into this. So yes, he will win there. I just don't know how good this team is. They, They have not played anybody all that good. No, they haven't. They haven't. I mean, Breakfield's played well. And and again, Jamarian Sharp now will have less pressure on him now that Moose That's is a shot blocking machine. Right. So they have, two guys now. they have two really good athletic bigs. So that's yeah. not going to be the issue now. Um, you know, the, the the big thing, you know, for me, like you said, is is can you beat Memphis? Because if you don't beat Memphis, you're not going to have a whole lot of of you know, of, of resume wins. They don't have a, the resume is zero. Right. Right. NC State in the seventies of Ken Palm. That's, that's a, it's a game that, Hey, great. You won impressive. You won by 20, but but they don't have a good resume right now. No, no, they got to be Memphis at home. And then they got to be, what would you say? 500, you know, top six, top six or some seven in the sec to get in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think so, because of the strength of the league, probably. Which they could. I mean, listen, Mississippi. You know what what Ken Palm has them predicted in their league right now? Go ahead. Six and 12. That would not be enough. No. That would not. not But but I will say this, Rob. We're watching Arkansas struggle right now. And and they play Duke tonight, and it could be, probably will be without Tremont Mark. Mississippi State loses at Georgia Tech last night. And we had all been, you know, saying how great Mississippi State. They're without their best player, obviously, Tolu Smith, until probably yeah. January. So we don't know what yeah. they're going to look like, what they're going to have. Florida, how good is Florida at this point? Georgia, Vandy. Like, there are a lot of teams in the bottom half of that league right now that Ole Miss could certainly finish ahead of and get no, to. That's, that's valid. That's valid. I will say, uh, you know, I, I hope that Tolu Smith is back soon, but I know this is hurting T.O. I know Terrence is yeah, yeah. his guy. I'm thinking about Tolu, but I'm thinking about Terrence as well. I, I I'm sure Terrence appreciates that. Who all right, here here's my question for you. Ready for this? Here's this is this is actually a great question. If you could have one coach out of the SEC right now, 
who would you take? Who is the one coach you would take right now out of the SEC and why? Boy, I mean, if I say Rick Barnes, people are going to throw his tourney record in my face. Yes, they will. If I take Cal, you know, last year's Kentucky team, uninspiring. I think he's done a really nice job with this year's team. Alabama lost last night. Oates plays fast, shoots a lot of threes. Analytics all day. Pearl is is a proven commodity. Been to a Final Four. Musselman? You forgot Musselman? Muss has been to multiple Elite Eights. Beard? Beard is good. Been to a Final Four. Um, Right? This is not easy. No, it's not. It's not. Um, You got to take one. Are we taking into account, like, off the court? (laughs) Some is like as that thought of here. Oh, you can have whoever you you want. Coach the team. I'm saying I'm giving you a program right now, Robbie Hummel. No, I know, but are you taking bring? Am I bringing baggage with? Of you can do whatever you want. That's that's not the freaking question. The question is, am I thinking just on the floor, or am I taking the whole picture? You're taking the whole picture. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I've used LinkedIn Jobs multiple times before, thankfully not to hire Hummel, but I've done it to hire plenty of other people, and it's been unbelievable, effective, quick. Uh, Everything has been awesome about it. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows the small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature 
that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash good to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If I'm talking about just coaching, I'd go beer. I think Beard, Beard is an animal as a coach. Yeah. The way he gets those guys to guard and prepare and, like, I would go Beard. But there's other things you have to take into account if you're going to hire Chris Beard, at least as a even even with the way that that all played out. Uh, they're, they're, all those guys are really good. Like, that's that's a really hard question. <laughs> I'm going to – I'll go – Give me an answer. I'll go Beard, I guess. But I – but like Pearl can really coach. You trust Beard. You Mark. trust Beard the most in terms of basketball, running a program, coaching. Yeah, he's great at that. It's the other stuff is the problem. The off the court deal is the problem. Otherwise, if it's just coaching, I, I would say Beard. Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, I think he's going to get it done. If he got it done in Lubbock, why can't he get it done in Austin? Oh, totally. And I think they they want to to be competitive. They made a commitment by bringing him in. You know, like they, I think that with everything that went down, it was a little surprising to see him get hired so fast again, but I guess charges were dropped and what, you know, he, he can coach. There's no doubt about that. He can coach. No question. No question. All right. Um, I asked you for a redo for my final four picks. And, and I'm again, Jeff, you are, you are ruining the credibility of this podcast. You say things that are so dumb. And now you, you and now you, like St. Mary's to the Final Four. I was going to outline. Please speak on that. Please, please speak on St. Mary's. What are they I in Ken Pop right now? I hate people. Go, I hate people that just go chalk. You know, that they, are like Purdue, Kansas, Duke. You, and, Purdue lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. You, you well, hate them. going to pick them. I mean, now you say that in the they, top they five. That you say that now because they kicked everybody's ass in Maui or Hawaii. They have the best resume in college basketball. I mean, All right, my, my final that. four, I believe my – I don't even know, but my final four is I want to just start over. I don't even want Hold to – Hold on. Before we do that, I just want to say St. Mary's has lost to Weber State by four, San Diego State by 20, 25, Xavier by – what is that? Uh, by, by 17, they beat Davidson, and they lost to Utah by seven at home to go three and four – off to a bang-up start in Jeff's final four season for the Gales. I, honestly, I, I'm not sending Randy Bennett a, a Christmas card this year. He's not getting a Christmas card from me. He really shafted you. He's ruined He's ruined my credibility. You're, dude, you did that yourself. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. That was not Randy Bennett's doing. I did that many years ago. Many years ago. Um, all right. I, I'm going to start with you while I collect my thoughts here. Um, and you get a redo on your, your final four picks. If I, I pretty good about mine, but I watch college basketball, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> go, go ahead. Who, who do you have? Uh, All right. So I have Purdue. Yep. I have Tennessee. I have Duke and I have Houston, which you, you could say the chalk thing, but I yep. feel like Houston was totally under the radar before the year. Purdue's coming off losing to a 16 CD, although they do bring back pretty much everybody in the national player of the year, Tennessee four and two, but I, I feel okay about their four and two. They're tough. They they're better on offense. They're tough as nails, tough deal in Maui losing to Purdue and Kansas, but there's no shame in those losses. I still like their team. Duke. 
if I could redo one, maybe yeah. I'd swap out Duke for like Arizona or Marquette. But Duke has not been a bad pick, so I'll I'll stay with what I got. I watch college hoops, unlike others. Charleston. All right. All right. The 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 one team I think I'm gonna keep. I think I had I think I had Kansas, Michigan State, Villanova, and St. Mary's. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure that's what I had. All right. So I, I'm I'm strapping my entire like I'm pretending like that never happened and I took too many gummies that day. Okay. I think you did. I mean that's or just the booze was flowing for you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna keep Villanova. Believe it or not, of those four teams, who would have thought I'm gonna keep Villanova just because again just because they beat Maryland? <laughs> no, they, they actually did well. They, they, they did they did well out in uh, Bahamas. They 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 rolled through that's, the that's true. They they beat North Carolina overtime. And they right. beat Memphis. They won the whole thing. They yeah, won the whole I'm, thing. I'm fine for Villanova being my kind of fourth team. All right. Um, I'm going to go in, in this. I'm getting rid of Kansas. I'm getting rid of Michigan State. I'm getting rid of uh, St. Mary's. And I'm getting rid of Kansas because I've just seen it too many times. I don't think they're going to win four straight with the way they shoot the ball. I, I just they, don't. They do not shoot the ball. No. They, they their roster is put together in a way where Hunter's going to see a lot of doubles in Big 12 right. play. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to go. Uh, Duke. I'm gonna go Duke. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Marquette. I'm gonna go Marquette. I just think they have the best damn point guard out there. They've got enough shooters around them. Oso's a, a man in there. Like he is awesome. His, his foul trouble in that Purdue game changed the game. Yeah, no doubt. No question. He's, he's really good. But Absolutely. how many guys is he going to go up against like that? No, I, I'm not. Right. I'm just saying that they're they're a good team, and I thought they. I don't they know if they can win games. six, but I think they can win four. I think they can win four. Um, and again, are you taking any point guard? And this this can be a next week conversation after watching it now for the for the last month. Is there any point guard in the country you're taking over Tyler Kolick? I don't think so. I mean, he was my, he was the second pick in our draft from my squad. So he's awesome, man. He my is, team is awesome. My team feels are awesome. Uh, I'm going. My last one. I'm going to go with uh, Houston. So I got Duke Houston. Why don't you just copy what I just said. You know, no, like listen, I said I I could swap Duke maybe for Marquette or Arizona. And who do you take, Marquette? You take Duke. You might as well just have copied me. Houston, want to take Purdue with your fourth one? What do you want me to do? Take James Madison? Well, it'd be better than just stealing my ideas. Take Purdue. I might take, take Kentucky. Purdue. You know, I, I might actually – you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm not going to take Houston. I'm going to take Kentucky. Kentucky, Marquette, Duke, Villanova. The That's fans will I'm not going. accept that. Kentucky fans, please shun this. Kentucky, please do not accept Jeff's final Marquette, four. Pick. You, know, you know what they all have in common? Well – yeah, they all they all do. Uh, no, they don't all. But but again, they they've all none of them have uh, traditional bigs. That's where I'm at these days. You're out on the Donovan Klingon, Hunter Dickinson, Zach Eady, Armando Baycott blueprint to win six straight. Now again, can they win four? I don't know. I, I mean, the way that some of those teams can murder you on the offensive glass that is an ultimate like security blanket against bad shooting nights so i don't know about that we'll see we'll see but i like my revamp final four i liked it and yeah if only we could all just pick uh you know come december 1st the way that you have here it'd probably be 
Probably be easy. I can't believe you picked St. Mary's. Next really year, can't. next year, I'm waiting till December 1st to make my final four picks. <laughs> it wouldn't be surprised. And then when it came around, you might wait till February. Or why not just do the Sweet 16? And then you can I'm going to do it again. Days. You know what? We'll do it again New Year's. New Year's. <laughs> every, every month, revamp our final four picks. I like Why that. not? Why not? So I don't look stupid every month. Well, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe that. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, hey, can you do me a favor before you leave there? Will you will you get my my blazer and my my shirt that I left behind? The hotel? I hope they burned them. I hope they said, you know what? This guy hates on on the basketball team here. We're just going to burn his clothes. They they had a big burning ceremony out there in the quad. It's an expensive sport coat. Very expensive sport coat. I think it's an untucked shirt. So uh, go down to the front desk. Give him my name. Then after you give my name, you might want to take a step back. Yeah. Um, and and but you're 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 Mr. Purdue. Like if you can't get these things for me, who can? Because you're like when you go down in, in West Lafayette and you check into that plush hotel right there uh, in the middle of campus, right at the student union. Like, do, do, you, do you have like a certain like special card or something? No, I check in like everybody else. I just show them my driver's license. <laughs> nothing. There's not. They don't say, "Hey, Mister Hummel, we're going to take you to the presidential suite." Nothing. I mean, this room's pretty good. This is a nice room. I mean, like I, I just expect like the red carpet when you go to West Lafayette when you go to Purdue. I mean, who said that my room is not a suite? This is a nice hotel room. Looks like my same same room I had actually. No. They definitely would not give you this room. The funny thing is, is this is the room, actually, in this hotel. We used to stay here on yeah. nights before games. They don't think – they used to take our cell phones, too, which <laughs> which sucked. Um, it did? The whole night? Yeah, dude, yeah. We were, we were not allowed to tweet in season, which probably was for the best. Um, but now with NIL, you can't do that. And that's been softened here, I think, over the last four or five years. But on nights before games – they would take our cell phones so that guys would go to sleep. Now they would, when we woke up in the morning, there would be a, a pillowcase with uh, in this room that they have redone to make uh, a hotel room. This used to be like a, we'd play cards in this very room. It's on the fifth floor <laughs> and we would play cards and watch TV. And like, it was kind of like this big gathering area. So but when you would hang out. Yeah. Well, not just that. You'd have your phones until we were about to go to bed. Got and it. then just so you'd go to sleep, they'd take our phones and they'd put them in a pillowcase. And when you woke up in the morning, you walked down to this room uh-huh. and you'd dig through the pillowcase. Now, some guys would get got smart and started getting like burner cell phones <laughs> to uh-huh. put in the bag. Or there was one dude on the team that we got iPod touches for the our NCAA tournament gift my freshman year. Uh-huh. And an iPod touch looked a lot like an iPhone but it didn't have the hole for you to hear. So he would try to always turn in his iPod touch and would get caught like, you know, the majority of the time. So it was, it was tough, tough living, but I am in the room where you used to collect your phone, which is kind of hilarious. Who Who's the guy that if painter hadn't put the ban on in season tweeting would have gotten in trouble? You know, I don't know. Well, Chris Reed, <laughs> he was one of our walk-ons. He would have for sure gotten in trouble. From the guys that played, though, yeah, like I don't. Jawan Johnson's not tweeting anything crazy. Etwan Moore's not tweeting anything crazy. 
I don't think Kramer would have. He he would have been like an NIL model, I think. <laughs> he would have been making money off NIL for that stuff. Like I, I envision Kramer doing like sports modeling. He would have like, been he, like like underwear like, modeling? Like like are you- Well, no, I meant like Nike or like a, a sportswear. Yeah. You know, he was like that type of he had that type of look. I don't think honestly oh, you know who Are was calling Nelson Kramer Cromwell. a pretty boy? No, I'm just saying he he had the look to to do that type of stuff. It's he not was a so much tougher than you. He was tough. Kelsey Barlow would have been the one getting in trouble. Okay. That's, he would not have no, Kelsey Barlow for sure yeah. would have been not good on Twitter. He would have been entertaining, but not not good for that. All right. Robbie Hummel, as the pod uh concludes, throws Kelsey Barlow right under the bus. I, I love Kelsey. He but he he would agree that would not have played to his strong suits. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodman and Hummel Pod, thanks for joining us. And uh, remember, my preseason Final Four never happened. Goodman and Hummel Podcast, and we got Robbie Hummel. I'd known you since you were a kid. I could blow my knee out, both knees, and still kick your ass. We're trying to find the Robbie Hummel statue. I wanted to kill you. <laughs>